Ba -ba -da -ba. Hello everybody and welcome to another Fun with Flame. I am your host, the ever-popular Daniel the Flame. And today, I would like to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. And, um, it's about anime main characters. Now, I know what you're thinking. You probably don't think I'm talking about action stuff or whatnot. But, um, essentially, I couldn't have this as a title. So I'll tell you what I mean. I mean those pussy-ass, um pathetic poor excuse of a man main characters that are a reoccurring theme in a lot of today's anime now in particular uh they're mostly referred to as virgins <laughs> for whatever reason um and essentially that's what all the main characters are um but i, I wanted to get into detail as exactly why i think that the concept behind making a character this way is not only stupid, but it's overused, it's unnecessary, and honestly, it's actually a very bad portrayal at um, what a young teenage boy in any of the typical anime situations um, would be like in those situations. Uh, so without further ado, um, let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, uh, the idea that a main character is supposed to be um, or they have to be a virgin or pure or someone who's unsocial like they're, they're not they're not e they don't understand how to talk to women they're not good with discussing or showing their feelings and emotions this is understandable when you think about who the fuck is creating this shit um you know most Mangaka or anime directors and whatnot are people who essentially are not normally welcomed or accepted in social circles. In Japan, liking anime as an adult is shunned. You are supposed to, it's only meant for children. Um, growing up and having it as a career is something that a lot of people actually look down on. As, as crazy as that sounds, Japan actually is trying to promote anime to help their economy and everything, but um, realistically, social-wise, it's still looked down upon. It's still frowned upon to like anime, being otaku, hikikiyomori, um, a neat, or anything like that. It's looked down upon. So, those creators are these people who are in the society where their profession is shunned. They're antisocial people. They spend most of their time drawing and perfecting their craft over and over again. I mean, they make new manga chapters every fucking week. Like, what kind of life can you have when you draw stuff like that constantly? So, to have characters that are unsocial, you know, they don't really do anything, they don't know how to approach or talk to women, and it's like, yeah, makes perfect sense. Look at your creator. He's someone who didn't really get to experience something like that. And the sad truth of the matter is, is that that's not, it, you know, it's the exact opposite of what their characters should be or would be in given those situations. And it's like, they're, they're putting themselves in their characters whom they want to be or whom, you know, they want to uh, emulate in like a little fantasy world of their lives or whatnot. It, it, it's, it's, it's a known thing where it's like, you always put a piece of yourself into um, your main characters or something that you create. You know, there's, there's a little bit of you in whatever it is that you're making. You know, it's a window into you. So... With that aspect, it's like you, you can't help but notice the fact that 
you have characters that basically when a girl approaches them or when someone talks to them about certain things, they get real shy, shut offish. They don't like talking about and things like that. And it's very upsetting watching that when you're someone who basically didn't grow up in that type of uh, area or in that uh Damn, I can't think of the word for it, <laughs> but in that uh, in, in that type of community or whatnot or where what what we like and what we are into is socially acceptable or shunned by other people and whatnot, you know, not going to parties and things like that. And it, so I could not understand how it is that they are able to make these characters the way that they are and consider it OK, you know. Regardless of the fact that it's been, it's a cliche, so it's been done over and over and over again, regardless of that fact. But the idea behind making a character like that, you know, at some point you have to look at it and go, man, he's fucking pathetic, you know? And it's like, why would I make a character this pathetic if I myself am, you know, making a character that I would want to be? And it's like, would I still want to be the pathetic me that, you know, it's like, why would you create something you know, if you're going for a fantasy, go all off for the fantasy. Make what you want to make. Don't make a subpar character that can do all this amazing things, but he still has that niche where he's not able to talk to girls properly because he's never talked to girls properly. And then, you know, and it's like the Achilles heel is something that's easily, that can be easily overcame if you just had social skills. But because you lack social skills, that does not mean that your character needs to lack social skills. And it's a folly in a lot of anime characters that do stuff like that. And and it's a lot of different things and tropes that go on that just make it kind of unbearable to follow certain animes. And that just are ruined by main characters alone because they fit certain demographics and certain traits that are just very annoying in things that have been shown over and over and over again. Uh, my my personal favorite genre is harem, but the thing is, is that most typical harems I hate because the main character is a wishy-washy standoffish can't, um, guy who can't decide exactly which girl that he likes and would much rather sit around and fantasize about a girl than actually touch one that he's capable of touching in real life. And those characters I hate. I, I, I hate characters that are like that. But... The idea is that essentially that's how these creators see these people interacting. And so, but what what's even more weird is that it's not something that was done once and then everyone was like, all right, they did that, let's move on. No, when with anime, shit is repeated over and over and over again for whatever reason, which is why when rarity animes and stuff like that come out, it's such a big fucking deal because it, it is a milestone in their own right. But when, when you have characters that fit that demographic of constantly repeating the same thing over and over and over again, uh, the idea is the fact is like no one looked at this and just thought like, you know, OK, well, they did it. Why should I copy and have the same thing? So, you know, like change up my character. And it's like, all right, I've seen what happens when a guy is undecisive. Let's get a guy who actually picks a girl, but is still stuck in a harem situation. Or let's get a character who is introduced into a harem situation, and then it is just a romance, you know? And it's like there's no opportunity for any other girl to get with him, but we're just seeing the romance between him and the girl that he did pick 
blossom and become something amazing, you know? No, no one ever does that. It's the same, oh, I just don't know which girl to pick, but we know which girl you're going to pick because it was the first girl introduced. This is stupid. <laughs> so, it, it, it's, it's just that, that cementive mindset of constantly having a character being portrayed in a certain light over and over and over again. It's very tiresome, very... Un, un, I, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And it's not something that I can relate to, and I understand that. I can't relate to that mindset because I'm not Japanese. I didn't grow up in their culture or anything like that. But as someone who's a fan of the work, I've seen so much of it. I just can't help but go, isn't anybody getting tired of this yet? You know? You see what I'm saying? And um, now, now that leads on to another point that I want to make. Uh, now, with these characters, the uh, the idea of uh, purity and uh, making them a virgin, um, essentially, at their point in time and lives in which they create the characters, they themselves were virgins or people, you know, they were boys or adolescents and it's like they were interested in girls, but they didn't know how to talk to them. And understandable. I get it. <laughs> but the problem with this comes into their portrayal of what this typical prepubescent boy is like. Now, a typical prepubescent boy that is in no way, shape, or form capable of sleeping with any type of multitude of women or another woman or even much less talking to another woman, whether they be Japanese, American, or anybody else, of course would not immediately be like, you know, I'm going to sleep with someone or try to go out of their way to be with a girl or touch a girl or things like that. And it's like, no, you're a pee -pee best and boy. You, you're still trying to discover and understand what's up with your body. And it's like, yeah, you like girls now. Like, what can you do to attract girls? These are things that you're trying to learn and grow and whatnot. And so, um, the issue in anime is the fact that even though this is a, you know, it's a typical state, like, milestone in growing up as a man, you're you're giving characters where you put them in a situation where the opportunity that they essentially long for is given to them. But then you turn around and make it weird because they do not use or take the opportunity to do anything. I'm not saying that they're not like, you know, jumping on a bunch of girls and like, you know, having sex all over the place and whatnot. And it's like, no, I, I, I get what that is and like you know like harems and whatnot uh and, and hentai and everything like that but it's just the idea that no one sat down and thought about the fact that hey um isn't it just weird that there's a girl in front of him that's in love with him that wants to be with him and everything but we've spent 24 episodes constantly avoiding the fact that he doesn't even know like want to hold her hand and no one has a problem with that. Like, you, like seriously, like that's something that you could look at and go, yeah, that's probably what he would do. He's in a situation where he would save the world. There's a girl that likes him. He's gotten to know her and talk to her. And they've actually established that they like each other. But damn it, if she touches him one more time, he's just going to flip the fuck out and die over a nosebleed because her breasts are touching up against him. And that's just very uncomfortable and uncommon and just something that should be like wild over and and no it's not it, it really isn't it's it's very blah now you know and it's like times have changed and and the sad thing is is that 
anime has not changed with the times. And I, I say this with full, like I, I, like, I, I truly believe that, like, yeah, anime is stuck in, like, its own quicksand trap of constantly trying to make do with sales and keep up with what's popular as well as keep up with cute. And by doing so, it has just shot itself in the foot over and over and over again. Because it's looking for, the, it, it's like like the movie industry or anything else, it's looking for the next best thing. But it has to fit the same demographic that everyone has grown to love with anime without so it won't upset the masses. But at the same time, it keeps cliches and everything that are just the same as any other anime that's come out. So it's like, how are you able to work with that? You know, it's like you're giving someone a blank piece of clay and you're telling them you can make anything you want with this clay, but it has to look like this human model. Not only does it have to look like this human model, but it must have the same features and joint structures and details in certain areas and whatnot. But anything other than that, you can have at it. Do whatever you want. And and it's one of those things where it's like you got to give pride to certain um, anime creators and directors and whatnot who kind of go the extra mile to get permission or were able to just make whatever they want and do whatever they want with their characters and whatnot, which for sad like it's sad but that's not really something that happens now but back in the the 90s and the 80s and the um, early 2000s with anime that was something that really took off a lot and you know it showed in the work and it was like there's iconic anime because of that uh cowboy bebop it was something that basically was like they needed a space anime they didn't really care what it was it just needed an anime about something in space to fill in that slot and that demographic because they needed a sci-fi space adventure anime and the creator was like can i make it about cowboys and they said they really don't care just you know as long as it has space and he made cowboy bebop which bombed in japan it did terribly because it didn't fit any of the typical stereotypes that an anime of that genre of that look and what it was supposed to be what was supposed to do but then because of how low the ratings was and the fact that it wasn't selling um, it was bought by Toonami. Uh, it was bought by Cartoon Network in America, and Toonami or Adult Swim got it, and it blew up the way that it did. And because of the fact that Japanese culture is actually copying American culture, even so far as to some of the favoritisms in anime when it comes from America over to Japan, which is very weird, but it's true. And it's like things that are popular in America become popular in Japan. So anime that's out in Japan, that's popular in Japan, sometimes isn't popular in America, but other times it can be popular, it won't be popular in Japan, but it'll become popular in America, thus by making it popular in Japan. Very weird, very common practice. And that's something that happened with Cowboy Bebop. No, excuse me. Happened with Cowboy Bebop as well as Trigun. Um, they were both shows that did badly, um, tanked in Japan. But then they, when they moved over to America, built up the American audience that noticed the greatness that it was. And then and then when Japan finally like got on the bandwagon, it was like, hey, yeah, different is sometimes good. And then I was like, oh, yeah, these are great shows. I was like, let's idolize them forever. But it's like, you know, it was like it took it 
going overseas and years going by for Japan to finally notice that it was good. But what good did it do? And it's like, there's there's only a few anime that have ever come out that have really set a mold and set a precedent for having different um, take on certain characters and certain archetypes and things like that. I'm kind of went off tangent with the Cowboy Bebop thing. But it was just, just look at the character of Spike Spiegel. You know, look at what happens in Cowboy Bebop. How awful would Cowboy Bebop be if Spike flinched every time he saw Faye? You know, because she walks around like with, you know, she walks around in a skimpy outfit. Her breasts are showing. Or there's a girl that he'll see that breasts rub up against him and he just loses his cool and freaks out or he gets a nosebleed or like he tries to peek on a girl in the hot springs or something like that and it's like no it doesn't fit his character dynamic it doesn't fit the mood of the anime no these are things that you need to take into account when you want to make something that breaking the mold but when you have something that's just so cliche and plaisé it's like ah like why why even waste time watching this you know and it shows in a lot of anime and it's like when they actually take care to make a main character or do they just make a copy, you know, a, a carbon copy of another anime that's already came out where it's just this bland blank sheet of a main character who basically you surround with people with actual personalities and you hope that that gives him a personality and it never works. And this is chalked up to a bunch of reasons, but one of the main ones is that the Japanese animes are terrible at story structure as well as character creation and they for whatever reason like to believe that if you leave the character as a blank slate it allows the people who are watching the anime to put them to easily do like it's, it's a lot easier for them to throw themselves in the shoes of said character that way when the incidents and everything that happens around that character happen the audience is able to you know jump out of their bodies and into the body of the anime character that they're watching and they can relate and react to whatever he's going through is something that they typically would probably go through because he's supposed to be a everyday you know typical Japanese boy or whatnot and I because didn't grow up in that culture and everything I can't say that you know you would look at something like that and go yeah that's what a typical high school Japanese boy would do if a girl was to be, you know, in his bathroom taking the bath without his permission or anything after she broke into his house and then just all of a sudden was naked. And then when he saw her, he blushed and then she slapped him and he let that happen. I did not grow up in that culture, but I for damn sure know that if I was in said situation, none of those things would play out that way. There's just it's way too much that they do. That happens so often that you just can't help but feel that it's like no one gets tired of this, <laughs> you know. And it's like no one gets tired of this at all. But the fact that like everyone, like you believe that everyone sees something like this and they think, yeah, I would do the same thing, you know. And it's like no, not at all, not at all. Note how on Cowboy Bebop they don't have incidents where Spike is basically constantly like being um you know looking at overly sexualized female characters and just losing the shit or is ever in a moment or a state in which is like he himself is like oh boy like i, I i'm surrounded like, there's too many women here I, I can't do this and it's like no no they don't they don't have it's a situation like that uh take uh trigun for example 
Vasha Stampede was constantly hitting on women throughout the series. And it was like women who had wonderful sexual features and whatnot. And then, you know, and it's like, but even still, he himself never, like, his personality was built around that. It wasn't that he had that built around him. And, you know, there's there's a major difference. There's a major difference. So, uh, it's, it's something that should always be taken into account when you're looking at this stuff. And uh, another thing would be the fact that, you know, you, you have these main characters that are supposed to signify basically what a typical person is supposed to be or, or anime uh, prepubescent boy or whatnot. And the thing is, is that I, I highly recommend that a lot more people who watch anime should read manga um, because there, there's more of a wide variety of manga than there are anime. And uh, essentially, there's some manga out there that just do a hell of a lot more with characters than any manga ever had, um, than any anime ever had, my bad. Uh, so, when I, when I say that, I mean, like, uh, when you have a character, like, uh, essentially, read Gantz. Gantz, I believe, is a very, very, very well done interpretation of what a typical high school anime character would be like. And then it's like, put in an impossible and ridiculous situation how he would handle said situation as a normal boy who basically gets urges, wants to have sex, surrounded by girls that are pretty. What exactly would you do in that situation? And it's like, and it's not in her own, but it's just, I'm just saying like surrounded by girls because just the subject matter of what happens in Gantz, you know, there's, there's pretty women that are around him. And what take place in Gantz? The manga, I'm not talking about the anime, in the manga, you know, it, it's stuff where it's like, there's a girl that's really that he's attracted to, but she's actually attracted to another guy. And then he imagines her and thinks of her and sexy poses and being naked. And he's kind of pushed up against her a bunch of times and things like that. Gets a raging boner and things like that. Typical anime stuff. But then it gets to the point where basically he can't contain himself around her anymore. And he basically just wants to have sex because she's always flaunting her breast around him and everything like that. And she's constantly being in front of him or is like showing off her boobs or her breasts or her womanly figure and everything. And then there's a point where he can't take it no more. And then he tells her that, yeah, uh, I want to have sex with you. I really like you. I, I would enjoy if we had sex. Now, it's not that something he just blatantly says, but he actually takes her in and she'd be living with him. She's lived with him for, for a good, good, um, good while. And like they get to know each other. And he likes her a lot. And then he just ups and tells her, and like, I really want to have sex with you. But then she comes out and tells him that she's actually in love with the guy that's her be- with his best friend. And she considers herself his pet. And that's the reason why she's staying with him is that she says she's his pet. She has nowhere else to go. But she says she's his pet. And you can't sleep with your pet, silly. And he tells her to get out. And it's one of the realest moments I've ever had the pleasure of looking at. Now, you can um, watch the anime. And the anime does go up to this part. Uh, but essentially like after that, just kind of stick with the manga, but it's one of the most satisfying things because it's like, uh, K. Corona, that's his name in Gantz. He's a very, very good representation of a high school character. Uh, and, and, and when I say this, like when he's introduced, it shows him reading a, mon- um, a magazine with an idol girl on there wearing a bikini. And he's like, man, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers. I sometimes check off her picture all the time. And he goes into like, you know, he, he has... He has high school boy thoughts and it's something that a lot of anime characters do not have. And it's like everyone's this 
knight in shining armor that has never once thought that his life would ever get to a point where he would need to speak to a woman, you know, <laughs> it's like, or be able to get close to a woman or would ever look up to do something with a woman if he had the chance to be with one. And it's weird because it's like you, you can't help but look at that and go, is this a culture thing? Is this just something that's popular? Why is this so apparent? in anime over and over again when it's so frustrating to look at because no one is like this and if they were a long time ago they stopped being this way like now and to constantly have it just because of the fact of tradition is stupid because it's like well tradition dictates that you do the same thing over and over and over again because it worked in the past it for damn sure should work again in the future but if anything, time has shown us is that most of the best animes that have ever like came out were ones that broke the mold and did things differently. Whether they've been informative anime or high crazy action anime or realistic like ridiculous horror anime or things like that. So why constantly keep up with tradition when working against tradition is actually what makes it stand out more and makes it more popular and more influential? But keeping with tradition is what keeps it in that rut that makes it so just unbearable to watch and unbearable to look at and things like that. And so with, um, with back to Gantz, like with K. Corona, uh, another thing with him is that he he got a girlfriend, which was a they uh, the creator of Gantz is like really good at his um, his art style. And it's like really good at showcasing like not necessarily what a real life person would look like, but the detail that he would give in with his art style was like, I could see somebody looking like that, you know? <laughs> and it's like, certain characters is like, yeah, that's anime, but it's like, other, like certain other characters, like their features and whatnot, and it's like, yeah, person, you know? And it's like, that's not a, a hard look person, but more so like the drawn style is very refined and detailed to where it's just not too cartoony. And it's like, if you see it, then you understand what I'm talking about. And so with that, one of the things was that K actually got a girlfriend who was a very bland, plain looking girl, but he fell in love with her. And so then it was given a time where he was approached by another girl who basically was like, she was like, she's in love with him. And it happened to be the girl that was the idol that from the beginning of the manga, he's always had a crush on and he loved and everything like that. But it made so much sense when he did what he did because he's a regular person. He was like, no, I'm so sorry. If you would have asked me out, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I would have said yes. But as of right now, I'm in a relationship with a girl that I actually really like and care for. He's been through stuff in his, he's been through so much stuff in his life to where he's actually had and like slept with other girls and whatnot. And he's even slept with the girl that's his girlfriend. And so he's had enough experience in life and he's done enough in life to where it's like, he's not that same boy from the beginning of the anime or the manga. But he is a far more mature and, um, and, and, a, and someone who's established who he is at this point in time. And he understands exactly what he wants. And then he tells the model, he was like, I do like you, but I am in love with this girl. And I'm just so sorry, but I'm not going to ruin my relationship with her to be with you. One of the coolest things that's ever like that, that's ever happened like, like I said, Gantz is a, is a really must read if you're someone who's like hard pressed for a manga or something interesting to look at. So like watch the anime and then like where the anime stops, read the manga from there. But just the idea 
of K doing that. And it's like, if you put that mentality or that situation in other typical anime, uh, where it's like you have a character that basically is like real standoffish or a typical, um, yeah, this is my girlfriend, but the most we do is walk home together. You, you put them in that situation. It's like, okay, so another girl comes up to him and asks him out. He kind of freaks out and doesn't really know what to do. Runs away. Can't really face the girlfriend. Can't really face the girl. And you got a 22 minute runtime of him just trying to figure out exactly how do I tell this girl no without either revealing it to my girlfriend or if my girlfriend finds out, letting her know that, yeah, I don't like that girl. And it's like, who wants to waste time with 22 minutes of watching something like that? That's not that's not dramatic. That's not a soap opera. You know, it's not a fucking soap opera. It's not dramatic. And, and it's not clever. It's not different or anything like that. And it's like, this is a simple, this is a simple situation. When the girl first approached you, the answer was no. Why is it taking you an entire episode to get to the conclusion of the idea where the base answer in your head that should be no isn't coming out of your mouth? <laughs> like, why aren't you saying no? That's what you should be saying. And... And then it's like, you can add your wacky little things of what's going on. There's, you got giant robots or magic. You're in a different world or whatnot. But even if you change the situation or the environment that you win, the, um, the, the, the context, the contents of what's going on with those characters is still the same. You know, and it's like, it shouldn't take you forever to think of the answer no when it's a typical answer no. You're going out or you're in love with someone else. I'm sorry, but no. To drag this on is not clever. It's not It's not making me think that this character is someone who is filling in my shoes. It's like, no, the typical ideal is no. It's not the typical male ideal is not that I'm going to think about this. You know, and it's like, it, it, it's a weird, it's a weird standpoint, you know, think, thinking about this stuff. Because of the fact that, you know, you have to, you have to assume that the people who write this are, like I said, doing this out of tradition. So they're making the character fit certain demographics because of the fact that it fits, you know, what characters are supposed to do. As well as the fact that they're putting themselves in their character shoes or like what they believe they would do if they were given that situation with the characters. And... You know, and like I said, like you, you think about that and it's like you can't help but go like, well, this character was doomed from the start. There was never going to be anything about him that was relatable. There was never going to be anything about him that was interesting or different or something worthwhile to watch or to understand or to learn or to grow because he doesn't have any of that. He's just this blank slate of boring in, in of of boring uh infidelity uh <laughs> uh what is it uh, indecisiveness just bland character that's never going to be able to get anywhere or do anything without either someone giving him a push or basically him being given breadcrumbs to the solution of whatever problem he has because he himself didn't really get himself into the problem it was thrust upon him and then, in order for him to solve the problem, he never solves it. Other people do. And and it's stuff like that that's just really annoying and really dumb. Um, the anime 
my girlfriend is a gal, which is an anime about the fact that uh, a dude goes out with a girl that does the whole gal thing in Japan where they dye their hair, get a tan and whatnot. The girl didn't get a tan, but she just dyes her hair and it's a, whatever. Um, and, and the entire anime is spent with him constantly thinking that, man, I would really like to have sex with her. And because she's a gal, I'm pretty sure she's had sex before. I want to have sex with her. But he doesn't build up the courage to do anything or say anything or even like, like they, they don't do nothing. Yet the series starts off with him and this girl becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. And it's like they don't know anything about each other, but they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And it's like, and so you have to sit back and watch this long, just relentlessly long, boring, drawn out anime about a boy who's just indecisive quick to jump to conclusions because he doesn't understand what a girl is and essentially it's just so much in deep thought about what to do or what to say or how to act with this girl that he never does any of them with the girl and and you can't help but think that well just because we saw his ridiculous um visions and ideas that doesn't mean that the girl did so why is it taking place as if she understands what's going on inside his head or in his heart when he himself isn't even opening up to her? And which is very annoying and very dumb. And then also that the entire series is built around the fact that a lot of people constantly make fun of him and talk about him over the fact that he's a virgin. When in reality, most of the other characters are themselves. They're not people who go around sleeping with people they're not people who go around just constantly having random sex or anything like that and then you find out just because the girl is a gal and she dyes her hair and everything she's actually still a really innocent and meek girl so but the joke is that there's constantly people calling him a virgin as if that's something to be ashamed of as if it's something that's bad he's constantly wanting to get rid of his virginity but he just really ain't got the courage to do anything about it or nor does he know exactly how to act upon it and and it's just it's it was it was rough watching that anime because like i said it's so unrealistic and so upsetting that it's like you can't really put yourself in your shoe in someone's shoes looking at this and like i said don't know if it's a culture difference you can say that it's a culture difference but like just bear with me you know <laughs> it's just just on in the grand scale, people do not act like that. You know, teenage boys do not act like that. It, they're not, it, it's not something that's, it's not a simplistic answer for every single teenage boy. And it's like, no, different people have different mindsets doing different things. So why is it that in anime, everyone's thinking the exact same way? And, and watching that My Girlfriend is a Gal was very, very rough, very hard, and very annoying. There were a multitude of characters calling them virgins, uh, when they themselves were also virgins, uh, and, and just the idea and the concept behind the fact that all he could think about doing was having sex, because he was like, this girl's gonna take my virginity, because she's a gal, she's probably used to doing stuff like this, or she has done something like this, or she'd be the best one to do it with. And... And you would sit there and you'd be like, why is his mentality like this? Why why is this something that he would jump to conclusions and assuming? Why is this something that he is, you know, trying to go after with this much gusto? 
but then never follows through. And it's like, so you built an entire series around a joke and it's just one joke that he's a he's a virgin and he doesn't know what to do with a girl that's essentially just his first girlfriend, regardless of what other aspects about her is is what like, you know, it is or it isn't. It doesn't matter what what's about her is the fact that this is his first girlfriend. He's a virgin. He doesn't know what to do. And then it's like, so, yeah, that's funny. Uh, you know, like, yeah, that's a joke if you want it to be. But you can't make a series that one joke. That's that's impossible. That's annoying and that's dumb. And that's exactly what they attempted to do. And it is it, 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 terrible. It's, it's a bomb of an anime. It, it's very bad and it's very annoying. Now, when you have something like Gantz, which, like I said, when the girl, when he asked her to go, when he asked her to have sex with her, and she said, no, you know, he was like, get out of my house, like, why am I taking care of you, if all you're doing is just constantly teasing me, and giving, like, stopping me from actually having opportunities where I could be, or attempt to have another girl with me, or anything like that, because I'm focusing all my attention on make sure you're happy and everything, so we could do something, and you don't want to, and it's like, I'm not a grown man, I'm a prepubescent boy, and it's like, I'm, like, all the thing that's running through my head right now is sex, and in, like, regards to the circumstances, you're kind of just using me, and then you like someone else, and it's like, well, go be with the person that you like, leave me alone, like, don't, like, string me along for your own little funny game or joke or anything like that, but it, like I said, like, you take different aspects of characters or whatnot, and then you replace it and put in situations of bland, copy-and-paste anime and whatnot. And it's like, that Gantt situation, basically, the entire anime would just be the fact that there's a guy living with a girl who's in love with his best friend, and he just keeps fantasizing about the girl that he's staying with who wants nothing to do with him. And they would, they would, and like, I'm pretty sure, like, that's an anime that's out. I, I don't know what, but I'm pretty sure that's an anime that's out. And it's something that's been stretched to high heavens because it's just a joke or a situation that has just been stretched to fill in a bunch of episodes. Nothing changed, nothing happens, nothing gets done, but there's someone out there who felt complete and thought that this was a good idea. And then essentially it just breaks the mo- it just it just upsets me to high heavens that this is a thing that is done to a lot of main characters in anime that for the most part when you read the summary of them or the synapses or what it's supposed to be about you'll be like man this actually sounds pretty interesting like he gets something with demons or you know he goes to a different world or he gets a giant robot with this and then you turn it on and one of the first things is that he has a childhood friend who goes into his house and wakes him up early in the morning and he's like oh man like i can't believe you woke me up like that why do i have to deal with you and she's like oh because we're childhood friends and it's like that's not a thing (laughs) and that's not an excuse for doing what you're doing i'm a boy you're a girl and then like one of the random jokes is that she comes into his room and when she tries to wake him up he has a boner and then she slaps him because he's a boy who has regular boy functions that work like that and 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 then she punishes him for being a typical boy as if doing what he does naturally is wrong dirty disgusting and immoral and impure and it's like no it isn't why would you show something like this that is to the younger generation because that is what anime is like directed to 
Like, why would you show something like this to the younger generation and let them see something like this and take it as, you know, like, hey, when you have an erection and a girl sees it, it's going to be funny but painful because she's going to think it's gross. Girls, whenever you see an erection, it is gross. Do not like him. It's like, no, these are natural things that happen. And this shouldn't even be the point of whatever it is that you're making because it's something that has been done over and over and over again. It's a cheap laugh over a terrible subject that should not be taught. <laughs> and it's like, for for what? For what reason? What what are you gaining by showing or doing something like this? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But it happens over and over and over again. You cannot count on your fingers or toes how many fucking anime there are where there's a main character who has a girl that he that either wakes him up when he's sleeping and she sees his erection, um, a girl that he walks in on the bath and she's like naked or whatever, or he's in the bath and a girl walks in on him and he's naked or whatever. You cannot count on your fingers or toes how many anime have that same cliche in them. And it's a cheap laugh and a cheap joke that is done over and over and over again. So why do they keep doing it? You can't put yourself in that in that character. I can't sit there and see a character who just for whatever reason just forgot for one quick second the idea to knock, you know, or for a character to sit there and apologize over the fact that he opened up his own bathroom door to find a total stranger in there or to find someone in there who has no business being in his bathroom, you know? <laughs> it's like the stuff like that are you can't convince me that it's something where you be like it's a cultural difference and it's like no there's there's not a cultural difference with that it's very simplistic it's like this is this is something that has to do with tradition something that has to do with the idea of just constantly shelling out stuff that sells or doing things that sells or what you know will give a cheap laugh what you know would make people interested in something or what just can showcase whatever it is that you believe is cute because nine times out of ten the characters that they show that they're walked in upon are either overly sexualized or really cute looking characters, uh, females and whatnot. And so what, what, and so what I'm saying is that the fact that I get upset looking at these characters and I get upset watching these animes that have these male main characters that act this way because it's tiresome. It's tiresome because I've already seen it. You know, and it's like, who wants to constantly keep watching the same thing over and over and over again? I don't. So I get upset looking at things or seeing the cliches or having characters that just have characteristics where it's like that's so uncommon and unlike that person. It's ridiculous. You know, and it's like a person in that situation wouldn't act like that. It's ridiculous. Seeing a girl wearing a bra and no shirt, you would have questions. But as someone who's a tip regular person, you know, I see a girl in a bra and it's like, yeah, there's a girl in a bra. But I'm not about to cream my jeans over something like that. I said cream my jeans. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good expression. <laughs> I, I can work with that. I can work cream my jeans. Uh, I'm, I'm not about to, you know, just go crazy rape mode over something like that. And it's like, no, it's just a girl in her bra. Put on a shirt. <laughs> and that's all the mentality you need to have with that. But you can watch any anime where a character will be that way. And you'll have a main character just flips out over the idea of seeing another girl in an outfit like that. And it's like, why? 
Why do you believe that this is what a typical male is like? How are you a typical male? Any way, shape, or form related to something like this? How do you see yourself being this? And it's like, you like realistically, it's like if someone could answer me or show me a real life person who acts, who, who specifically acts this way and has these things happen to them in real life in which their mannerisms and actions and everything are exactly the same way how characters act in anime, then by all means, <laughs> I would fucking apologize. But until then, I'm gonna have the same mindset, which is that it is stupid to like main characters that are like that. It is incredibly stupid to sit there and back and uh, try to justify anime that have main characters that go through stuff like that. And it is incredibly stupid to sit there and tell me that these cliches that are shown over and over and over again about a main character that's supposed to be a typical adolescent boy going through these situations, the way how he goes through them, is something that you can see yourself going through? It, it, to, no. It's stupid to believe that that is something that would ever happen to you, to anybody, to someone who's an actual living, breathing person. It's just stupid. Stop. And that's where I'm going to end this podcast, everybody. I'm going to just cut off here. I'm glad if you stay with me till the end. Um, just, boy. <laughs> just, it's just something that I just can't get over. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, um, Daniel the Flame. Just go to YouTube and type in Daniel the Flame. Uh, it's all one word. And, um... See some of my videos where I talk about anime and stuff like that, you know. And that's really all you really need to do. Just stick with that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to end it right here, folks. This has been, uh, my name is Daniel the Flame. This has been fun with Flame. And uh, I hope you had fun.